Hello, you have just tuned in to the Sir Inks The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything king. This podcast is only catered to those that are 18 and above. And if you're at work, we like to say NSF. Greetings, everybody, coming to you live from the Ink Studio. Uh, Here we go. I have another topic for you. Uh, This one is kind of centered around protocols, but let's say this. Be the gatekeeper to her kink. Be the gatekeeper to her debauchery Mm, there you go be the gatekeeper to her debauchery now what am I saying with that I'm saying that not everybody is going to be open to kink and um, BDSM and things that we would like to do in this lifestyle which requires want to be dominant and want to be submissive one the one who subverts their power to the other is not the weaker person or the stronger person, but still it takes trust. It takes a lot of trust. And so the reason why I'm saying is being a gatekeeper is be the one that when she thinks of or when she sends you a message or when you say a certain thing or do a certain thing, it opens her world. It opens her world. So, example for me, I have a protocol to a woman that wants to talk to me as a submissive to a dominant. I simply ask for permission to speak. Her asking me for permission to speak puts us on that plane. It puts us in that mode of dominant, her being submissive. And everything after that is in this line of conversation. This can be 24-7. This can be uh, when you guys need it to be. But it's being the gatekeeper. Being the gatekeeper is a responsibility. And it's why you have certain rules and protocols set in place. So, for example, my request for permission to speak is like this. If someone asks for permission to speak and I don't grant it, it means that at the moment, it's not a good time to talk. I could be working, something of that nature, and then when I get my break, I'm able to respond, you may speak. Now, that may be late for them. Maybe they're caught up, but that's okay. Because when you open up this line of communication, I want to make sure that I can be able to get my attention to it. Um, And if I don't have the time to give to it, I won't grant permission for that person to speak. I never ignore anyone because of maybe some tension between us or or just out of spite. Um. I won't respond back because 
I'm actually busy. And that's fair. Because I understand that when I get permission to speak that we're in this zone. We're in this place where this is what she needs. She needs that, that dominant strength. She needs whatever she finds valuable for me. She needs that. And some of it is just attention. You know, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. You know, things of that nature that opens up conversation. And some stuff can be very brief. But if you have a chatty Kathy as, you know, as a submissive that's asking you to open up communication, then you need to know if you have time to give to her. It is not anything wrong with her. There's nothing wrong with you. It just shows that you're going to be able to give them space to be able to get it out when you have space and time to do so. And once you let them know that it's nothing malicious and they understand that your time is valuable. A man that has a lot of stuff going on, that has a life, that has purpose, that's on his grind, uh, doesn't have a lot of time for communicating or over communication. Therefore, his time is limited and very valuable. So it's great that women honor that, submissives honor that by asking for permission to speak, at least to me. If that's what you need from me, if you're just a friend, then hey, what's up? Then I'm hey, what's up back? When I have time to hey, what's up back? It's all the same. But for a friend, it's something different that they want than a submissive asking for permission. There's a difference. A submissive once said to me, I enjoy it a lot. And asking to speak makes me feel like my intro into my preferred reality. You see that? It put a perspective in her mind. Asking for permission to speak is the opening of my walk into that preferred reality. Now, this whole statement speaks of what? That she's not able to be in that reality 24-7. A lot of us would love to be. But a lot of us have family, kids, work. And it doesn't allow us to be in mode, in DS mode, kink mode 24-7. But when you feel like you need that, and some of it's tied to their dopamine, right? When you need that dopamine, you type, Hello, permission to speak. And then what does that feel like when you see permission granted? Now you get to open up and talk. But you're opening up on this level, right? We're not opening up on ground floor. Where it's, hey, 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 hey. No, no, no. We're opening up to this level, which the conversation is different. The things I'm going to say to a submissive woman opposed to a vanilla woman are two different things. Two different things. There's a language that's spoken amongst uh, dominants and submissives that vanillas just don't... Commoners. <laughs> Let's call them commoners too. That commoners just don't understand. They don't understand. And that's fine. That's fine. It's not for them. But again, 
that preferred reality. That preferred reality. That speaks such volumes, those two, those two words. Preferred reality. And when she needs that, she asks for permission to speak. Now, other dominants have different things that they um, personally like that opens up those kind of sessions, those kind of that kind of communication, right? Uh, it could be, you know, a sub could be saying something different and opening up how they talk to their diamond and that opens up that lane. Uh, it could be like, hey, daddy, I miss you. Hey, daddy, I need you. Master, how is your day? Whatever the case may be, when they hit you with that title of daddy, master, you know, it's different than saying, hey, John, you know, hey, Raheem, it's different. It hits different when you say, hey, daddy, or hey, master, good morning, sir. And that's why these titles are not meant to just be thrown around. These titles are not meant to be said by just anyone. And tenured people in the lifestyle understand that to call a man, sir, master, daddy, like those things have to be agreed upon and earned by both sides, right? Um, a lot of times a sub may come to my page and hit me on the side like, you know, I don't know if I should call you sir or something different. They want to know. And I'm not the type that's like, you must call me sir. You must call me sir. No, some people can just call me all. Okay? A-U, all. You can call me all until we have developed a relationship that we both recognize each other as dominant and a submissive that's worthy of changing up the dynamic from something very basic to something a little bit more personal. Calling me sir and me... Uh, acknowledging a submissive for whatever title that she gets or me just opening up lines of communication to just talk to her as a submissive, not my submissive, but just as a submissive period. Um, those things have to be earned. Those things have to be earned between both of us. We have to earn each other's trust enough to be able to talk in that way. Not everybody gets a hey baby girl uh, uh, uh not everyone gets a pet name and not everybody can call me sir. Nor do I uh, demand that anyone just call me sir. I like it personal. I like when people call me sir because they actually know that I deserve that title for them. Or with them. Not necessarily for them, but with them. Like they see me as a sir. Like, even if a submissive has a, a dominant, if we're cool, then she sees me as a sir, and it's a term of endearment, not just her going with the motions. I don't need going with the motions. You can just call me all. But my friends call me sir. There's a difference. Those close to me call me sir. And there's nothing wrong but just calling me all. There's nothing, you know... The only issue is if you meet someone and you don't know them well and they demand that you call them something like sir or daddy or master 
And then there's ladies out there that demand to be called miss or um, slave this or whatever like that. I mean, okay, that's fine if I know you and I know that you're a slave. Like, I really know that you live that life opposed to me just saying, oh, you slave such and such or sub such and such, you know, baby doll or baby girl. I mean, all those things are like earned between two people, whether it's on a friendship level or whether it's going to be something deeper. Like those things still have to be earned or we could just be each other's first name. We don't have to go there. You know, not every dominant, uh, even if he's a whole dominant, when I mean whole, like a real whole dominant, deserves to be called sir or master. Those things have to be earned. That respect has to be earned. And what does it for you may not do it for someone else. So someone else may see him as sir and, and wholeheartedly goes hard with that. And then someone else does, doesn't see it that way. And that's okay. That's fine. We all have our own ways of doing things. You know, my way, once I get to know someone and we establish that kind of communication, then they'll ask for permission to speak. And they'll address me by sir. Or maybe master. Or whatever term of endearment that we set up. But either way, I hope you see yourself through me being the gatekeeper of her preferred reality so what do you guys think let me know you know how you guys can reach me sirinq.com you can email me at sirinq09 at gmail.com and you can reach me or DM me or find me and my content and on on Sir I and Q on everything Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and always check me out on kingspace.net. Leave your comments below, and maybe there'll be a part two of this. Let's see what we come up with together. Until next time, saying out.